And we're back. And today I wanted to start off with explaining the concept of a trolley problem. Um, and before we get to that, uh, ask the question, is it okay to kill someone or directly be responsible for their death? So to get into the trolley problem, I want you to imagine that you're standing looking at a railway in front of you and in front of you is a, a lever or like a, a junction switch. <clears throat> so a train car will come careening down the left hand side of the railway track and then there's a fork in the track. So there's one route which it's currently on which has five people secured onto the onto the track which means that if the if the train goes down that track it will just kill all five people on the other track is just one person tied down to the track so at the moment the train if no action is taken will come down the railway track and kill five people if you pull the lever in front of you instead of going down the track with the five people on it it will instead go down the track with the one person on it killing them and only them and leaving the five people still alive for some reason there is something so amazing about this problem and it is my my absolute favorite way to visualize a, a problem and I, I just love this concept so taking this problem framework you can you can pretty much replace it with anything um, if, even in a real-life work environment or day-to-day -day living um, where you could consider taking no action to be the the five people and then taking an action to intervene to push it down the other route and be responsible for that outcome so now we're going to move on from the trolley problem, but keep that in mind. It will be important later. Now, in video games, there's a concept of um, basically what you play against. So for the longest time, there's traditionally been about two or three. And these have usually been either PVM or PVE, player versus monster or player versus environment, which means that um, you, you're fighting against an NPC or like a someone that's not another human, essentially. And the alternative to that has traditionally been PvP or player versus player. So that's where one player fights another or other players in some form of combat or style of matchmaking. Now for this particular example we want to look at RuneScape or old school RuneScape and a part of that game or an area of that game called the wilderness which is like a massive um, player versus player area which is essentially like cowboy western like anything goes kind of thing um, and it's basically you rock on in and you can kill other players 
um, to varying degrees of success and associated with that they usually have also very high uh, PVE or um, skills based um, in-game money making methods in this area as well to build this essentially high risk high reward scenario so what tends to end up happening is the people who come in who aren't really interested in pvp activities they come in because of the exceptional money making or for them there's a rewarding experience there in some form of they get a reward or a high value item or like pet drops and stuff like that doesn't doesn't really matter it's just fun to do or has some form of reward or return and this brings us to basically the third point or data of interest which is um venezuela in particular is currently in a state of their currency being hyperinflated or basically being worth next to nothing um, what that means is basically they can't take their currency and spend it because no one will take it because you need such high volumes of it that it's it's not worth it so we're talking like wheelbarrows full of cash to buy things um, because the currency is worthless which is typically caused by just printing off more and more money um, to try to address address another issue which just fucks it over even more what this means is that the residents of Venezuela or citizens or whoever's working there um, basically can't work jobs in the country because they would get paid in the local currency and in reasonable amounts of the local currency which is virtually worthless so the the solution or one of the the ways that they get around this is by working for other companies that pay in US dollar or in the particular case that we want to look at they invest in uh, basically exchanging in-game gold for US dollar and they'll tend to do this in small groups uh, inside house, like inside their houses kind of thing and playing runescape essentially for a living by selling the the gold and the items that they get um, and exchanging that for US dollar or crypto or whatever and then selling that to get US dollar so in the scenarios where Venezuelans are trying to play the game to amass gold to sell for US dollar there's cases where pretty much their entire livelihood disappears if they suffer like a an internet disconnection or uh, misplay or do something that they shouldn't or something bad happens or yeah just anything goes off plan basically so what also tends to happen is because they're not actually skilled players for the most part they're just people who want to earn an income they don't necessarily have the best grasp of in-game mechanics and so they will pretty much do anything to 
earn um, in-game currency, even if it's not the the super efficient methods that we talked about earlier in the uh, the other episode, like Vorkath, for two mil or three mil an hour, they'll instead do something that just returns a few hundred k an hour just to have something. So to bring us back to the start, is it moral or ethical to just kill someone? Well, I mean, in games, yeah, right? Like, we have PvP content for a reason, and it's it's built in there, it's catered towards us. But what happens if, in this case, they are literally using their time and the money that they collect in-game to build an in-life um, profit for themselves so that they can go out and buy food for their family. So when you kill them in-game, they lose time, and more importantly, because of PvP death mechanics, they'll lose whatever items they were collecting or whatever money they've they've actually gained from the activity so far. So in this regard, you haven't really literally killed him, but you've pretty much taken food off his plate and off his family's plate. Now, the wilderness isn't a very big or popular area of the game. It's pretty low population, and it's usually... Um, like PKing groups going around trying to find other well supposed to be other PKing groups but they they do prefer to pick on weak opponents that are there not for player killing um, so yeah it's predominantly just groups of players running around and scouting out people who have valuable items and trying to get them so it's not as popular for the Venezuelan players to be out there, but it is interesting because it is that scenario where you can literally kill someone and essentially take away some of their in-real-life livelihood. Now, moving towards the more high-population areas, which do tend to have the higher gold accumulation rates, um, there's predominantly... Um, strategies around crashing or interrupting somebody else who was already there kind of thing. The idea of this being that there's usually a case of you can't find a free world where the activity is not got someone there, so instead you have to make somebody else who's already doing the activity get interrupted or prevent them from accumulating as efficiently by usually trying to out-damage them and therefore take a bigger piece of the, the loot, essentially. Now, it's not against the game rules to do this, uh, because it is a massive multiplayer online game, and there is limited number of resources available. So it's purely a com competitive competition thing, so you're not safe, it's not against the rules to do this, it's not abusing someone, it's perfectly intentional, intended, and how the game is supposed to be played. So what happens if one of the people that you end up crashing is one of these Venezuelans, or 
more commonly what happens is they will get together in a small group to do some of the more popular multi-combat bosses in the game such as the the gob wills dungeon like bandos which is probably the most packed boss that you could ever fight in the game and you will never see a free world for it so as a result you will pretty much always need to crash someone to fight this boss so if you crash a group of three or four venezuelans or more killing bandos um, you will pretty much always be able to easily out damage them and always secure the kill which means you will always get the the juicy loot the the reason to be there the the expensive drops um, and all they can pretty much do is abuse you in spanish which you are unlikely to be able to understand anyway so you rock on up in your maxed account with best in slot gear you've spent hundreds of millions of in-game gold on they have bare bones setups they can't do much at all and they're doing like two or three trips before one of them needs to go back home to restock and come back so pretty much you outclass them and out dps the shit out of them and they stand absolutely no chance of securing a kill what you have done is essentially taken multiple families away of their ability to eat and drink and possibly have a place to live um, and made it a lot more stressful for them as well by doing that so while killing someone in real life is probably not a ethical choice to make killing someone in game is perfectly fine and taking their shit that they've spent the last couple of hours collecting and making their lives harder for them in game is perfectly fine as well as a player of the game there are absolutely roll-on side effects of that should you as a player of the game need to make the lives of people who are worse at the game easier so that they can afford food probably not if you are the creator and maintainer of said game how far do you accommodate for these players or how far do you say no you can't use our game as a vehicle to put food on your table do you go now to put in a bit of context real world trading aka selling or buying in-game gold in exchange for real life money is against the game rules and the only way to do this without abusing the game rules is by purchasing um, an item through the in-game shop called a bond which is basically just a receipt in game that you can exchange for either membership or you can sell it to other players for in-game currency gp um, and then they can also redeem that bond that they've bought off you so you acquire a bond by paying real money to jagex jagex then gives you in game a bond you can then use that bond to get a month of membership or you can sell it on the the marketplace or to players and they can 
use that bond for membership. So it means that you can split it up so that there's players who are spending real life money to buy membership, or people are in a position where their characters are so advanced that they earn so much GP that they can afford to just buy membership with their in-game currency instead. And that is the only legitimate way to real-world trade or to to exchange money between real life and the in-game economy. Obviously, a Venezuelan real-world trading doesn't want to do that because it's the wrong side of the, the exchange. You can't cash out, you can only cash in. There are, however, um, not particularly reputable third-party vendors who will both buy and sell in-game gold. Um, they will describe what rates they do this for you at, and then basically they will tell you, hey, meet this account in whatever area of the game, give them either the gold or pay them first and receive gold, and then bam bam, all done. Um, so usually a Venezuelan group would um, funnel their gold into what is called a mule account, and that mule account would then process the, the second part or get rid of the gold for them, um, as they tend to work in small groups. So Jagex will over time track this gold as it moves. Um, they apparently have ways to detect high value trades of this sort of nature or something and then they will ban accounts and put punishments in place every however periodic they want to be and then as part of that they will also remove the gold that has entered the economy unjustly or not naturally or through abuse of some kind illegitimate gold essentially so Worst case scenario, Mr. Venezuelan could go out with his uh, 4 million Venezuelan Bolivar to go buy a, a single can of Coke from a local shop. Um, he could get home and have a permanent ban on the account that he's put so many months into to get loaves of bread and some vegetable soup on the table for his family, which would otherwise cost millions of local currency. What does any of this have to do with railways, or trains, or trolleys? So what this ends up with is a game of both cat and mouse, as Jagex needs to be able to understand where this gold is coming from, where it's going, and if it is being sold um, for real life money to rectify that by destroying it and reversing or working you know taking the wealth out of people's accounts as it moves through the economy and banning the accounts that are facilitating it so this leaves jagex in a position where they're faced with their own moral dilemma or trolley problem really except it's kind of the other way where at the moment there's no human lives on the track and if they pull the lever then the human lives are on the other track for them anyway as a player you should be focusing on having your values being getting enjoyment out of the game right 
and prioritizing what you need to do in game to meet whatever achievements you want to go for or earn gold or whatever but you shouldn't need to consider that other people have real life problems behind their screens in your game experience but what do you do if you're Jagex or the person who owns and maintains the game do you cater towards them do you outright ban them just for existing what do you do to bring this together in a TLDR Venezuela super poor country uh, currency not worth jack shit um, find other options for earning income prefer US dollar stable reliable everyone takes it um, end up playing online games such as RuneScape in small groups um, work together collect and share money making ideas and then at that point up until that point they've done nothing wrong then when they try to offload that in-game gold when they try to sell that for us dollar or crypto or whatever that is the point where they start breaking in-game rules um, and that's the point where jagex takes interest because before that point they're just a normal player after that point they violate the game rules what this presents is a situation for players in game where almost literally killing people in game or interrupting specifically venezuelans because mostly everyone else will play for fun and their own investment whereas a venezuelan player might be playing to secure them a livelihood then by disrupting them or killing them you are removing progress you're taking away from their ability to put food on the table should you as a player care or cater towards this no it's not your problem move on play the game how you want to have fun is it moral or ethical for me to as a player get a kick out of purposely disrupting them and watching them spam in spanish and get tilted and do all kinds of crazy shit it is absolutely fun to poke and get a reaction it is probably not ethical um but hey they probably shouldn't be using the game in this way either and finally how does that leave our friends the the creators of the game the people who make the experience what it is and who look after it and have to moderate it um unfortunately it puts them into a ethical dilemma where they could in theory crack down on it a bit more um it does get difficult though because as we covered technically they are not breaking the rules until the point where they offload the gold so it is a bit of a can of worms and if they were like hey we don't want to support these types of players um would that be taken in a hostile way maybe would there be consequences who knows um hey it's part and parcel of running the game i guess thank you very much i'm rob this is nearly qualified you're two episodes in well done keep it up until next time see ya